Ladies, this is our time, and it's time to unburden ourselves of unrealistic expectations, including our own. The veneer we see in the media is often not just false, it's unhealthy. And frankly, some of it is just total bullshit. This is Chick Shit, a podcast that goes far beyond tropes, bringing you gritty realness about real-life experiences of today's woman. LJ and I break it down, right here, right now. Welcome to Chick Shit. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of your favorite weekly podcast, Chick Shit with LJ and Di, where every week we pick a topic that affects women and let's face it, probably a crap load of other people. Uh, and we pick a media source that portrays it. And then we figure out uh, what the media source got really, really right and what they got really, really wrong. As always, I pick the drinks and Di picks the topics. What are we talking about, Di? We are talking about female athletes. And the media source that we're using to discuss this topic is the movie Stick It. And what a fun movie to rewatch 10, 12 years later. Yeah, I'm excited to at. announce this movie held up and I don't yeah. think we have to do any disclaimers. No, I mean like a baby one, but honestly it's like a, it's, it's just so small. I think it's pretty good. Wait, what's your baby disclaimer? I just didn't like that. He called her a bitch like that. Oh, Joanne, yeah. but it's fine. Do you think I'm a bitch? Yeah. But I don't feel the same way about it that he does. <laughs> exactly. I'm into it. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, so not not the best, but but the movie overall, it it made it brought joy to my face. Uh, it was fun remembering the soundtrack. I was definitely taken back to some. Oh my gosh! Junior high shit could feel that pretty deep a lot of fallout boy present and i was there for it a lot of fallout boy a lot of like sweatbands on the wrist avril style like skater chic if you will listen it took me back to my last couple years of high school when all i wore was pack sun hoodies (laughs) i didn't go through this phase this is i did like all my friends did i did not well i used it to hide my body because i feel like if you have a hoodie Uh, on no one will realize that What are we drinking to go along with our topic? Well, since our topic is female athletes, we know that female athletes are expected, expected, expected to be pretty and where they're supposed to be and ready to go. And in order to do that, you have to stay hydrated and humble. So we are having water and I encourage everyone to have their water out of a reusable bottle so we can also save the turtles because I think that's up to us too who doesn't want to save the turtles monsters monsters don't want to save the turtles pour yourself a glass of water I have a a metal reusable water bottle that uh is yellow and has the green bay packers g on it just stay hydrated and humble gotta take care of our bodies it's been a rough couple years yeah how are you doing? You know, uh, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm on some new shit. I have been saying yes instead of no. And it's also hoodie with no bra season. So uh, yeah. I'm here for that. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> what am I wearing right now? Oh, wait, I have a surprise for you. Obviously, spoiler alert, guys. I'm guys, gals, they's them. I'm wearing a hoodie with no bra, but 
You're just going to have to describe to our viewing audience, our listening audience, what you're about to see. CC. Oh, we've got some leopard. <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that. <laughs> so we have matching leopard um, pajama shorts and underneath those leopard <laughs> shorts are matching leopard panties. <laughs> They're from Soma. So comfortable. <laughs> Oh. I literally picked them out purposely so I could do that. <laughs> so you, could, you could flash me with. Are them. you really friends if you're not mooning on camera? No. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're speaking about drinking water. We can't right now. Our water is shut off. There's a like big water outage in our area. Matt was in the middle of taking a shower and it just, and it just stopped. stopped. Yep. <laughs> Wait, what do you do at that juncture? just dry off like but what if you have like shampoo in your hair he did it luckily he had rinsed the, the poo out the shampoo <laughs> listen that just made me think of christy with a k and i have been re-watching reba the oh sitcom my gosh. wow and do you uh-huh. remember do you remember barbara jean yes she was like i already know how i'm gonna spend this extra money i'm getting a pool I'm going to get one of those signs that says, welcome to my ooh. You'll notice there's no P in it. Let's keep it that way. (laughs) And I can't, I just have thought about that since last night and giggled. Yeah. I've, I've been rewatching Gilmore Girls for the umpteenth time. It's just so comforting. It's so comforting. Uh, I know what to expect. I know who I hate already. I don't have to change my mind about that. That's how I am with Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that I could do a craniotomy at this point if I needed to. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like I could do it. Okay. I wouldn't Meredith let Gray you do did that one. on me. No, I'm not just for fun, but like in an emergency situation, if somebody was like, oh. is there a doctor on board? I could be like, yeah. Hey. Ish. Let's just trained. let the professionals do I was trained by jobs. world-class neurosurgeon, Derek Shepard. <laughs> What's up otherwise, other than uh, not having water? Well, it is chillier out as you were talking about the no bra hoodie situation. And that feels wet a weather. Sweater weather. We had the window open last night when we were snuggling on the couch with the pups watching football. Was it magical? It was so magical. It had our little pumpkin candle going. Oh, so good. I saw a sign and it made me think of you. It was on Etsy. Somebody ordered a, like one of the kitschy signs that said like flannel and pumpkin spice and like listed three other things. And then it said dot, 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 and all the other fall shit. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. (laughs) Fall, don't fall, stick it. Don't fall, stick it. (laughs) Segway. Haley is a naturally gifted athlete, but with her social behavior, the teen seems intent on squandering her abilities. After a final brush with the law, a judge sentences her to an elite gymnastics academy run by a legendary hard-nosed coach. Once there, Haley's rebellious attitude wins her both friends and enemies. So Stick It is definitely about gymnastics. That's what the whole movie is around. The name comes from being able to stick or land 
your routine with no fallouts, because we know that's a critical part of the judging capacity when you're, or the judging routine is to the ability to be able to land it is a huge part of control. So opening scene of this movie, we see Haley with some friends that are doing BMX bike tricks in this uh, abandoned house, or not abandoned house, this new housing development that's getting built. Her and her friends are goofing around, doing some tricks, and Haley ends up crashing into a window that results in $14,000 worth of property damage that she has to pay off somehow. And the judge tells her she's got two options. You can go to military school or you can go to this gymnastics academy. And she picks the military school, but then the judge says gymnastics academy is where you're going. First of all, do you think that would be different? A, it's not realistic. No, 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 no. If it was anything other than a well-off white girl. No, wouldn't be. That would have been a very different experience. Oh, absolutely. No, it's so, uh, no, it's very, (laughs) that's not a thing. It's not a thing. It's a plot line in a movie. That's what Mm -hmm. that is. Mm -hmm. Um, I do feel like though Haley transitioned into BMX writing like so eloquently. I feel like there are those those people that are very natural athletes and can transition sports to sports. We had a couple of girls in high school that I grew up with that just any type of sport there was were just so gifted and had a natural mm-hmm. ability to transition and like pick pick something up quickly. I was not that person. No. And also people that can do that as like sports, like BMX, gymnastics, anything like diving, uh, those people have such control and knowledge of their own body. Yeah. I look like a giraffe that just like is learning how to walk when I do a cartwheel, <laughs> which is hilarious. Cause I taught children's gymnastics for like a year. So oh, legit, oh, no. legit. <laughs> like with the um pie the pie slices and like the wheels to get them yep. to do the back bends and things and like the that. cutest little set of uneven bars you've ever seen <laughs> that I was pretty sure if I hung off with all my weight they would just snap in the middle I I was definitely not an all-around athlete there were a couple of things that I could do okay ish like I was okay ish at volleyball okay ish mm-hmm. I was like top of the B team sometimes on the A team but would go back and forth this is junior high high school I gave up after they tried to make me run a mile that was a disaster and I was you were like no, thank I couldn't you. do it so I just like band and tennis yes please um you're not gonna make me run I don't have yeah. to be in athletics thank you the sports that I was the best at that if I would have stuck with I would have continued to excel at like into possibly college if who knows were tennis and swimming. I still crush some swimming. Um, tennis, I'm a little bit out of practice. Um, I love it. We should play while <laughs> adding things to our agenda. <laughs> How about we'll play when you come here? Okay. That's better. We'll, we'll space them out. We'll space <laughs> our activities better. out. That's better. Um, but like softball, volleyball, basketball, I was pretty good at. Wasn't the best. I made varsity on them but it was kind of like jack of all trades, master of none. There mm-hmm. was a girl that I went to middle school with that like could just do everything. God. And she was so nice. 
Of course. Of course she was. Of course she was. How dare she? She's a beautiful person and she was talented. How rude. (laughs) I feel like um, more emphasis is put, there are distinct sports like gymnastics Mm -hmm. and dance and like different things like that, where you get them in early, you get them in young, actually a lot of sports. If you want your kid to really be competitive, it's like getting them in at an early age to put that attention to it, put that money to it and like get them the best of the training, which creates, of course, inequalities across the, the athletes, but yeah. Well, and you see, once, once Haley kind of accepts her fate, some things happen. She really doesn't want to be at the gymnastics place. She realizes she doesn't have an option. She's got to go to the gymnastics place who is run by Jeff Bridges. Totally forgot about him being in this movie. <laughs> totally forgot. But she's sitting outside of his office, listening to him talk to moms being like, you know, uh, your daughter shows real promise. I think we need to like bump her up to 20 hours a week. Uh, you know, I think we can get her on the track to, to make this team and then, uh, we'll be good to gold. Oh no. Did I say gold? And the moms are like, my daughter is six. Like. And how many, how many people do you think like abuse or like manipulate parents into that and like set the stage up to where they're like, yeah, yeah, your kid's got this talent. Let me tell you. And do you think women are more susceptible or like girl athletes versus guy athletes would be more susceptible to that manipulation and like just trying to get their money and don't really believe in their talent has the way to go? That's a really good question. How dare you? That's rude coming in hot this early in the episode i'm gonna say just because i'm gonna say yes i would think to some extent women may be a little more susceptible to that but that's not to say that men aren't because anyone whose dream is to do something that has someone saying like no you can do this Mm -hmm. all you have to do is this and you'll it'll happen is going to be susceptible to that but I mean, what parent doesn't want to hear that their child is a future Olympian? No doubt. It's just like, it, it saddens me that you don't, you're not able to spot the bullshit like that or that yeah, you put so much trust in these, these coaches that have this big reputation to like put your daughter's career and like, think about 20 hours for a kid. 20 hours for a kid to be in an activity that's not school. That's their life. And so Mm -hmm. to put every, all that pressure on someone with this like false expectation that their journey is going to lead to somewhere, it's like, what are all the other things that they could be doing? And then even when you do have that person that gets to go somewhere, there's such an inequality between women and men's sports too. And like oh, kind of the, the path that you can get to that professionalism as well. So like I, a lot of women will look externally outside of the U S to play professional sports because there are just limited opportunities when it comes to, to basketball. I mean, we saw in love and basketball, um, that she, everybody was going 10 out of 10 <laughs> to Europe to go play <laughs> basketball, uh, or even when the, even when the teams here are so incredible, like our women's soccer team, it's still not 
uh, I mean, it still doesn't get equal attention. Yeah. It doesn't get equal attention. They use that as the excuse for not giving equal pay. And then when you see things like the women's soccer team winning and somebody ripping their Jersey off, and even though they have a sports bra on, they're not pulling a, an LJ, they're not free boobing it under there. (laughs) <laughs> uh, to celebrate and spin on their jersey around their head like a helicopter, Petey Pablo. That makes headline news because that's not appropriate. Yeah. And how many times have you watched, I mean, any male sport and they win and do crazy shenanigans or rip their jersey off or, and that's like, it's just boys being boys. They're just celebrating. Yeah. And we'll get more into like the discrepancies and like what you're expected to do as a female athlete and how you're supposed to look and dress. Um, but really just thinking about like the opportunity disparity, there's just not Mm -hmm. as much demand for that. Even, even with coverage of events that you see on ESPN or wherever it's like, they're always going to cover a man's sport over a woman's sport. It's just a thing in our country. Think back to middle school, high school. Yeah. What team always played last? Oh, always. The guys, always. The boys varsity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So guys always played last. And if the guys had a game at the same time as the girls game, nobody was at the girls game ever. Yep. And guys That's- were constantly getting new uniforms every year. And the girls were not like the budget in the season was allocated towards new football uniforms every year, new basketball uniforms, girls, volleyball, football, never got it. And even or they like, had to pay for it out of pocket, out of pocket. Exactly. So just always that, uh, disparity and from the, you know, head coach perspective in Texas, like always the head coach of a high school was the football coach or the athletic director was the football person. It was never that like a women's volleyball coach could be the athletic director. That wasn't a thing. So Haley arrives at the gymnastics Academy and she doesn't want to be there as LJ mentioned. And she's just kind of putting up, um, like she, what's the word? She's not, um, like a strike stiff arming, resisting, not accepting. So she's resisting participation. She will not participate. So her coach actually takes her to a diner to really like level set with her, her opportunities that exist because she is one of those natural athletes that just has that, that talent that comes a little bit easier than other. Not that she doesn't have to work for it. It's just sometimes there's a combination of hard work and that natural given ability. Mm -hmm. That's a thing. And so he's talking to her about opportunities that go beyond, you know, worlds. Like, have you thought about college? Have you thought about scholarships that could be aligned? And, you know, there's just such a difference in the professional path for athletes in, well, most of them stop at college, even for men, that's, you know, not really to get into the NFL or the NBA. Like that's a big freaking shot, um, to do so. But even for women, just the scholarship opportunity is so much less for athletes than men. Um, it for sure is. So in prep, I looked up, there is a title nine 
law that prohibits schools and colleges from discriminating on the basis of sex and what they found when they were pulling all the information to write this law and do all the fancy lawyer smart people things that they do when we need to make change official. And here's what they found. Females make up 54% of the student body, yet they only receive 36% of the sports operating dollars. 42% college athletic, 42% of the college athletic scholarship dollars, 32% of the athletic team recruitment spending. To give you like a number to kind of attach to that, male athletes receive 133 million more athletic scholarship dollars than female athletes each year. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, think about Woof. when was it, was it it was like last year, or the year before, as social media is running rampant, there was an NCAA tournament that in Vegas mm-hmm. and the female uh, athletes went oh my into gosh, the, gym. the gym so that like at these giant tournaments like this, the NCAA tournaments, they have these like weight rooms and workout areas for the athletes to condition and strength train, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the athletes from the women's, one of the women's teams took a video of their room that they got versus the guy's weight room. It was like someone went to shopping at a garage sale and picked up a few dumbbells, like a few free like weights, yeah, a few free weights and like a thigh master from Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Did you say Susan Sarandon? I mean, Susan. Uh, Su- Susan Suzanne Summers. Summers. <laughs> you know what? I would buy a thigh master from Susan Sarandon. Oh, so. it's absolutely. Have Take you my her? money, Susan. Yes. <laughs> but um, that's what it looked like compared to this yeah. like industrial, like top of the line men's locker room stacked and just like it, it was because insane. Because girl sports are cute. Mm. They're precious precious little ladies it just sucks it sucks so much to not have that representation and to not have and then like what do you do about it like ESPN is never gonna like showcase they'll never play a WNBA game over an NBA game that's not gonna be a thing like if they have a time slot so it's like it's shit you're you're kind of like stuck the opportunities are so limited and you just kind of have to go with where you can go Um, well, and the only hope of even some of the things being improved upon are because social media exists mm -hmm. and people are able to like, it's not just someone saying we had like some five, five pound dumbbells and some 10 pound dumbbells, and they had an entire elite gym and somebody just being like, oh, she's just mad. She's probably on her period. No, here is a video of our gym and here is a video of their gym. There's some proof for you. <laughs> See it with your own eyes. So one thing Haley starts doing is she, after talking with the coach, um, she realized that there's an opportunity to get a prize, some prize money and get a purse for like one of the, the this competition called the classic. And so that's her incentive to actually start training and get back in shape because she is out of, she is out of 
gymnastic mm-hmm. shape specifically. Um, there's a certain element of conditioning that you've got to be in. Obviously you've got to have your shit together, your, your, um, flexibility, everything like that. So she has to get back into gymnastics shape and she starts training at a facility kind of on the side by herself because she's embarrassed at like how far behind she is of the other girls. And she doesn't want to really like, you know, be that behind in front of them. It's just Mm -hmm. an embarrassment thing. And so she tries to do, um, all of these big trips tricks. So she starts getting into a good routine, but every trick she throws, she's not landing it. She's like, she's not, she's not what sticking it. Thank you. And I, (laughs) and (laughs) her coach is like, Hey, you've got it. If you want, you want to learn to control your tricks, you can come see me. Um, what did he keep saying? He kept telling her she was popping her clutch, popping her clutch. Yeah. The whole time, whatever that means. I don't know. But it sounds like she like kept trying to go full throttle basically. And I think there's like this determination in athletes, no matter male or female, where there is this like perfectionist obsession that starts happening. So when you are at the top of your game, when you are the quote unquote best, you're never the best. Even if you are the best, you're never the best any like thing that you mess up or any, you know, mistake you made or anything like that, it cuts harder because you're expected to be this like perfect athlete, especially as a woman to already have a sport, (laughs) like our sports way behind, um, from that perspective. But there's just like this level of determination and perfectionism that exists in athletes too. Well, and I think it kind of lays on and not to sound cliche, but like we are our own worst critics. And could you imagine if you and I, who are not professional athletes, beat ourselves up if we can't hit a lift or like, I can't meet the number of miles I wanted to run that day, whatever, what somebody who can, could perform at an elite level and was like a little bit out of shape would do. And on top of that, we're starting to hear that she has a history that we knew that she previously had done gymnastics and was very good at it, but people start talking about like what she did at worlds and it's not discussed. Mm -hmm. Nobody discusses what it was until later in the movie. So it's like, she has a chip on her shoulder about that too. Yeah, absolutely. There's something that's like tearing at her. She, she made the decision to step away from a competition for some reason And we don't find that out just yet. So when she finally like joins the group and she goes from like the old practice facility where she could kind of get back in the groove where nobody could see, uh, it's time to pick the team for the classic and coach doesn't pick Haley. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What about me? And he's like, what about you? And she says, like, you have to earn your spot. So they decide to do an in-house competition, an in-house tournament. So whoever wins earns the spot. And Joanne, my favorite person in this entire movie goes, uh, I have earned my spots. I'm pretty much a Dalmatian. And Haley says, Dalmatians don't earn their spots. They're born with them. And Joanne says, stop being so mean, Haley. Dogs are people too. And Jeff Bridges <laughs> is just like, great point, Joanne. Great point. <laughs> Oh, Joanne's the best in this movie. So quotable. She's so quotable in so many aspects. Um, and it it 
comes full circle though. They do the competition and Joanne is the alternate. She doesn't beat, she doesn't mm-hmm. get into the top three and she is the upset. Yeah. And as they're preparing for the classic, uh, the coach asks Joanne to lend Haley, her Leo, her leotard. And, uh, <laughs> he says, name. Joanne, I need you to lend Haley or Leo for the classic. And Joanne's like, ah. and then the other girl that had made the team, uh, fell off the balance beam and was like, Oh no, I'm so hurt. <sighs> and he was like, Oh, fine. Joanne, you're in you. I need you to lend Haley or Leo for the classic. But they're, it, they're saying this as the girls like hurt on the ground, like should be okay. Very injured on it. Well, and I think like, how far do we push ourselves as athletes too? I mean, people like you see this a lot. People in ballet have like broken toes all the time that they're dancing on. You see, um, you know, lacrosse players with broken ribs continuing on. Like it's insane. The Listen, you see set aside to continue. Yeah. Have you, did, do you remember the scandal that came out about, um, several running clubs where coaches like running coaches were weighing women in and like demanding that they stay below an insane weight to where (gasps) the only way that they can meet that is by disordered eating. No. And then you're not eating enough for your body to be nourished. So then you're not hitting the times. So then you're losing scholarships or, um, did they, did they, what's the, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Not scholarships when you're sponsorships, that's the word. Did they break like ribs and stuff because they were under eating? Um, they were getting injured, like the little Um, nagging injuries that can happen with like tendons and ligaments and just overuse and stress fractures that if you're nourishing your body and listening to it and taking care of it and like looking at your whole health and not just like, this is what was scheduled for today. I don't give a shit how you feel. This is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was a huge thing. Mm -hmm. And then you have the added bonus of the fact that people who have raked in like millions of dollars for Nike as sponsored athletes, when they get pregnant, it all gets taken away. And then if they get a new deal after like they've had the baby, they're back in shape, they're back in it. It is nowhere near the deal they previously had. So women have that added, like you have to make a choice. If you want to be a mother, you don't get like, you lose everything. We're not going to support you through that pregnancy. Now there are some brands that do. Oisel is an amazing brand that supports women through their entire pregnancy and does not change anything about contracts. If that occurs if someone makes that decision but some of the huge brands did and some still do yeah I forgot about that until literally right now I think because I got so angry when I was like doing all my research on it a few years ago that I blacked out and was like I can't keep this information in my head because I will be a rage monster yeah. Your horror monstrous would be present yeah. all the I gotta take a bubble bio. <laughs> yeah, it's there's so much on the women's side that we didn't we didn't get to make the choice that we're the ones that carry babies. No. But we're treated differently because of it. And we're also treated differently. Well, I think this is like across all athletes, but like the 
being a woman, especially and having like emotions come into play too, or like your mental health being important. So you, so, I mean, this happens in this movie and it just happened Mm -hmm. to Simone Biles at the Olympics, right? Like, so in the movie, we, we, we find out why Haley left worlds. She did not compete. She left. Her mom was actually having an affair with her coach and, you know, tore their family apart. So she could not mentally handle all what was going on. And in the mood throughout this movie though, it's the mental health stigma is, or mental health is stigmatized. Like it's not appreciated. It's not, um, like thought through, it's not considered. It's a lot of, Oh, you just choked. I can't believe you did that. Can't believe anybody would just walk out on worlds like that. You let your team down, you failed them. And like, this is in, when's this movie come out? 2010, 2006. Yeah. But you see her at one of the competitions, walk up to someone who was on her team at worlds who they, it cost that team the medal because she walked out and scratched and say like, try to make amends with her and be like, I wrote you a note. Like, I don't know if you read it, like trying to explain, like, I didn't do this for selfish reasons. Like I was having a a mental crisis and the girl was just like, fuck off. Uh Uh-huh. It takes heroes like Simone Biles that recognize their mental health is more important uh, than anything than anything and also as an athlete in these like insane um risky sports like gymnastics where you're literally throwing your body up in the air why would you risk anything that you don't feel stable on it's already a complicated and um very dangerous sport in itself without your brain being elsewhere you have to be so focused and And you have an entire country expecting you to bring home a gold medal Mm -hmm. expecting you with all of your hard work and all of your training and all of your sleepless nights and all of your making sure your bra straps are in your leos to bring that gold home for me because this is about me Mm -hmm. and i got into it with a few people who were like i just don't know how i feel about it like what if do your you mental mean? health isn't if your mental health is an issue why even go like you were sent there to to do your job this is your job and i was like okay first of all if you've never hurled your body through the air to entertain people and spun and done all kinds of shit and then had the weight of an entire country on your shoulders you don't get to have an opinion shush sir and then he just tried to talk about mental health in general and i was like you don't want to get into this with me i mm. will win <laughs> i bring zoloft and wellbutrin with me everywhere let's <laughs> fucking go <laughs> yeah, yeah. i literally cried i was so proud of her taylor swift was proud of her if t swift is proud of you you know you've done right <laughs> i'm just saying but it it's just like the fact that we're already as a, like women period considered mm-hmm. emotional and to like have that be a thing where you have to further explain yourself and your, your mental health to others and like have them understand it, have them be on board with it is just, it's a lot. Well, 
And we get compared to, I don't know if you remember or if maybe you watched The Last Dance or maybe if Matt has just talked about it. Michael Jordan's flu game. For sure. Michael Jordan's flu game. He was sick as a dog. Yep. Kept having to run off the court to vomit, played the whole game, won. That's a comparison now. That's an expectation. Michael Jordan can play through the flu in an NBA final, like, and you're just, your brain is not okay. Michael Jordan probably shouldn't have been playing either, but he made that decision for himself. And that's cool. He can do that. You don't get to hold everybody to the standard of if you're unwell, play through it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm getting fired up right now. Sorry. Mike drop. Yeah, I'm getting fired up. (laughs) Mike. (laughs) So anyways, now that I've had my rant about people not treating women equally ever in anything uh, and Michael Jordan setting unrealistic standards for us. All humans ever. Yeah. (laughs) And dogs. Dogs can't live up to that either. Okay. Um, And you know, dogs are people too. Joanne told us that. Yes. Um, (laughs) It's an actual fact. It was in a movie, which means it's real. It's real. Um, Mental health is important. And I don't feel like men come out and talk about it because of the stigma surrounding it. And that's showing weakness when professional athletes are supposed to be strong, 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 strong. Mm -hmm. And if a woman, if a woman is strong enough to be open about it and speak her truth, knowing what the repercussions will be and stand by it, she's just an emotional woman Mm -hmm. and she's letting her country down. Mm-hmm. But that is not true. And that was seen by the hundreds of millions of people who supported her, felt uplifted by her decision, felt validated by her decision, felt proud that a professional athlete was taking something that is so serious, seriously. And we applaud her and we love her. <laughs> Simone, do you want to come on the podcast? <laughs> And bring Gabrielle Union with you. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Love you, Mina. <laughs> so we get past the the classic after finding out what Haley, um, why Haley walked away from Worlds. And there's this one final competition in the movie that has every. It's basically the qualifier to get to Worlds. So yes. it doesn't matter like if you're on a particular team from a gym. It's whoever's the best then moves forward. So it could be like you know, Haley from this gym, um, Monica from another gym. It doesn't matter. It's just who's best. Gracie Lou Freebush from that gym. (laughs) (laughs) So they're the, the first competition that they have up is the vault. And one of the team, one of Haley's teammates does like this phenomenal vault, like freaking kills it. Everybody in the crowd is cheering. Everybody is so amazed by her. She's wonderful. No way she's not getting a 10. There's a commenters. There's the commenters that you hear on the performance. They're like, no way she's not getting a 10. That's a perfect score. Oh my God. Amazing. She ends up getting like a 9.25. I think it was a 9.5, but. And they find, we find out the reason they deducted her is because her bra strap was showing. And so Jeff Bridges anger in that makes me happy. He's like, she is literally flipping through the air, throwing her body off stuff. (laughs) She can't control her bra strap. Exactly. And then it just goes into 
the asinine rules that exist for women athletes. Like look at the Norwegian women's volleyball team that protested having to play in bikini bottoms. They were just like, no, fuck that. We can, we can hit a volleyball just as good in some shorts as we can bikini bottoms. Like there's no, there's no reason literally for us to be in bikini bottoms. Yeah, there is. Cause men want you to be in. Exactly. And they make the rules, but also I don't know how those people play that like agile of a sport without a lip slipping out because those are teeny tiny bottoms. They're very small. And like having to be sparkled up, having to have the spray. Yeah. To having to spray your butt cheeks to keep your Leo and like no male gymnast is having to do that. Although in bodybuilding, both male and women <laughs> sprayed. Well, there you go. It's the curling of uh, presentation sports. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just like these old asinine rules that exist, a bra strap, does that, excuse me, does that exist as a deduction in a men's sport? No, because they don't have to wear bras. They get to let their breastuses fly free. What about a, a nutshell? Like, what do we <laughs> have to wear jock straps? <laughs> a nutshell. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> no, I mean, there's, there's no compare. I think there's for sure. What's one of the, one of the other things you brought up is uh, female swimmers previously had oh, to yeah. wear the racerback suits that like cut your butt cheeks in half. Yeah. And men can wear skims and skins and uh, trunks. Like, doesn't matter. They have the option to wear speedos if they but want to. Now, and I highly encourage it. But I didn't look into this, but I wonder why the women swimmers in the Olympics could switch can switch now to the full like trunk bottoms, where we still mm-hmm. have like volleyball fighting for the rights to not wear bikini bottoms. And there was like another sport, like a fighting sport. And I want to say the UK where a chick like said, I don't want to have to freaking wear a skirt to fight in anymore. Like I I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Yeah. I'll find the article, but that was a thing too. It's just like, like there's just so, so much that's not like that at all. All about the sexuality of the athlete and not like the athlete's ability. Correct. Bingo. I don't like it. Don't like you want to know why? Because they are some bad ass ladies. Athletes. They're just freaking incredible. So yeah, next time we see like what I'm curious to like Google, what are some like stupid outdated guys? But I feel like it's the same thing that it comes down to with wardrobe. It's always yeah it's always restrictive on women. It's always going to be something that like a woman has to look a certain way. And like, it's, you know? Yeah. Well, we saw after that happened and she was on the side just crying. Cause she's like, I literally could not have done this any better. What do you want me to do? Haley is like, I got you boo. So she walks up and just make sure her bra strap is shown on both sides. Does a nice, nice little jaunt down the the vault runway. I don't know what that's called. Maybe it's a runway. Who knows? And they just, run down it. They so. do. They run that way to the vault. <laughs> so one would assume it is 
a runway. A runway. Mm-hmm. She just jumps up on the vault and throws up two like rock and roll fingers and is like, okay, thanks. Bye. And then the shock of all shocks, sweet little Joanne, who's trying to win, comes out and aggressively pulls her bra straps out and stands in solidarity. It's such so, a powerful moment in the movie. They're all oh, bonded together. They all took the power back because every single one of them knew that's insane. Like my bra strap could have been out. So instead of allowing archaic rules to choose who wins, even though somebody may have legitimately done something harder and better, they got together and chose who won with the exception of the one girl that Haley cost the gold at Worlds when she walked out. she did it too. Yeah, but she wasn't going to. But she did. She did. But that was a surprise. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) She joins the, she gets on board. (sighs) But like they kind of made the decision that no, no, you don't get to use these insane rules to pick who the winner is. We're all going to get together and decide who truly deserves this and has the strongest routine and we're going to give it to them. It's like DMX, X going to give it to you. <laughs> and by it, I mean a award at a gymnastics competition. <laughs> Qualifier. <laughs> what do you rate stick it to our topic of female athletes? So... I'm going to give you a rating and a fun fact. Obviously, it was dramatized. We know we can't get through an episode without me saying that. I'm going to give it a six because I think it hit on some really good points. I think it missed some great opportunities that could have made it better. But on the whole, it gave you a realistic look at what gymnasts go through. It gave a kind of a realistic overview of what female athletes go to go to, go through, go through. Um, And your fun fact is several of the gymnasts that were in the movie were Olympic meddling gymnasts. And after actually just a few months ago, an article came out that said how stick it stuck it and reviewed how it is the only realistic gymnastics movie that a lot of, um, professionals think is out there there you go and also i just i'm gonna give you one final quote i'm so sorry uh joanne was trying to say i'm gonna have a oh my god what's a heart heart attack called a cardiac arrest yeah she was trying to say i'm gonna have a cardiac arrest but she was like don't you get on that trampoline if you get on that trampoline you're gonna have a cardio vasectomy think about your weenus i'm gonna have a cardio vasectomy and i forgot how much i love joanne she, that, she made the movie. She's so funny. So good. I'm going to give this movie a five out of 10. I think it showed the stigma around mental health and like that people just see that as selfish and walking away. I think that was addressed well. I also like uh, how they showed what they did in the movie is they showed these women as athletes that they are. There wasn't any sexualization that came from um, like the crowd or like people being all excited about that. It was very much like, oh shit, no, these are good athletes. And they even use the male characters in this movie to respect the athleticism too, and not even go through like a sexualized manner with her friends. So that was good. 
but that's not real life. Unfortunately, unfortunately, there are a lot of sexualized stigmas around women's athleticism. And there are also huge discrepancies. They don't show kind of, um, like men opportunities versus women opportunities when we know that they're drastically different. 133 million more scholarship dollars go to men. Ouch. So I'm going to give a five out of 10 chicks for stick it and female athletes. Can I just add, I want to tag this on at the end. I do love that they portrayed a male female friendship that was in no way shown it was as it was romantic so love triangle, anything, yeah. because that's how I am with my guy friends. Yeah, And a lot fun. of people think it's not possible. It is. We love all of our little chickadees. Um, follow us on all the socials at Chick Shit Pod, except Facebook, where we are Chick Stuff Pod because uh, Zuckerberg sucks. Um, every Wednesday, new podcasts. Anywhere you get your podcasts, you can find us. Di, what else do we have? As always, if you have capacity to leave us a review, we'd love for you to do so. Anywhere you get your podcast, if you want to leave us a written review on Apple Podcasts, Doodles have gone out. If you want to take a picture of yourself with a doodle, please send that in to us and we will post it in our stories. Until next time. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. You've been listening to Chick Shit. We hope this episode has pushed you just enough to lose a little faith in the media's veneer and gain some useful knowledge to help navigate the day-to-day nonsense that we women contend with. For resources and general mischief, follow on Instagram and Twitter at ChickShitPod or get in touch by email at ChickShitPod at gmail.com. To help others find the show, please like and subscribe. And if you know a woman who might appreciate two new friends and a good dose of laughter, please share this podcast. Until next time, keep it real.